This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to LIB and CLT, where you probably safely assumed that we talk everything Love is Blind season six, which is being filmed or was filmed, I should say, in Charlotte is now airing. Guys, we got a lot to talk about. We're talking about episodes three and four today. This season is wild. And from an avid LIB watcher, as you all know, like this is probably the best season they've had since like season one or season two. So Julie, you have a lot to catch up on because for those who don't know, Julie J, this is your first time watching Love is Blind, right? First time. And now I get it. I get it. I get it. By the end of episode four, I was like, I, I I might become a reality watcher now. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. And it's people acting out in all kinds of ways that you don't see coming. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm here for the the human drama <laughs> because I'm sorry, the well, experiment. It's funny you the experiment, of course. It's funny <laughs> that you say that. I saw a TikTok over the weekend that people give people like so much crap about loving reality TV when real talk, basically reality TV is a study in like anthropology, sociology. Oh. So really we're all basically, we're, yeah, watching we're essentially, I mean, Plato, Aristotle, I mean, that's, exactly. It truly, that that's who we're up against here. So we're really breaking down barriers and 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 studying the human condition we're we're doing a service we're just curious you know we're just curious people (laughs) this is this podcast itself will go down and be studied centuries from now (laughs) (laughs) truly the the study within a study and um while we're at it too of course we have alex lebrac alex you are developing a dating podcast right now from watching even episodes three and four, any interesting observations um, you think you're going to take away for your podcast? Yeah, I mean, so far, I just can't wait for them to actually get into the city of Charlotte. Like, that's definitely the thing I'm most excited for, to see what spots they're going to and what they decide to, like, highlight about the city. Um, But just dating in general, like I said, I really enjoy the cast that they put in there. I feel like they got a little bit of everyone that's from the dating scene. They got like some of the influencer girls that are out here, like, you know, very put together. Um, and then they have like all the tech sales guys, which is very typical. Um, and then you have Kenneth, who's like a school principal. Like, I really like that they kind of took everyone from like every mm-hmm. part of Charlotte professional <laughs> scope and put them into one entire cluster um of dating mess but I I think it's really interesting so far and like I said I'm so excited to see what happens when they actually go into the city of Charlotte totally and I wonder if they'll just portray the city of Charlotte with just cranes like the skyline will just be just like 50 cranes and we're meeting at a construction site a multi-family complex is our first date yeah (laughs) and one of our uh one of the guys is the dump truck driver you know the construction you know There you go. Oh God. Well, we have so much to talk about too, because I feel like last time we chatted, really there were only like a couple people that they were highlighting. I mean, AD, I think Alex, you even said that she got like 75% 
of the screen time. And now it's like this whole new batch of people and couples that they've introduced. Kenneth is an absolute angel. Oh my gosh, what's his fiance's name? She's gorgeous, by the way. When they did the no makeup scene, I was like, that's not real. Like, good for you. Oh, I know. Um, I thought she looked completely different without makeup. (laughs) Brittany. Her name's Brittany. Brittany. Okay. So they really had their common ground was faith, shared values, um, and- No sex before marriage. Yeah. No sex before marriage. um, And they seem to like how each other look at the reveal. What are our thoughts? Do we think this is going to be a forever couple? Those two, they definitely seem to be the only couple that we heard mm-hmm. talk about their values and talk about like other ones you kind of got, well, we, we talked about things and that, but th- those are the two, of course, part of the narrative. They showed them talking about those things. So it's almost like they did like yes. their premarital counseling on screen, but yeah. they did it for each other because he's a, he's a pastor, right? Mm-hmm. And she's really big into um, her faith. And um, it seemed like those two had this like foundation. So that almost makes you think, well, they've got this foundation. Of course, they're clicking. Of course, things are working out well. Now, what's going to go wrong? Because it seems yeah, it seems such a slam dunk for those two. Yeah. And I would say, I think to your point, they make so much sense on paper and they really seem to like be focusing in on what are our values? Like, what are we going to go into this to make sure that it works? They almost seem so mature and so comfortable that that was my problem with them almost where I was like, there's no giddiness with you two. There's not like a lot of red flag is there are no red flag. Exactly. Well, like, and maybe that's weird of me, but to me, I was like, it doesn't really seem flirty. It kind of seems like you guys are creating like a great business partnership where you're like, this makes sense. And here's what we need to do to make this work. And this is fine with me. And I was like, but there's no like giggles and no flirtiness. It's just kind of, it's working too well. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not very fiery. Well, some say that marriage is a business. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I see, I definitely see your point. I, it just, I guess, I, I feel like it's such a crapshoot. Like, at least they're basing it in something. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. No, I, I totally see your point, too. And I wonder if that's just a function of them being, you know, like, in their early 30s and just, like, kind of knowing that that's what they want and that's what they prioritize. But I do agree that it seemed almost, like, too smooth sailing. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm rooting for them. They're my favorite so far. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they could make the distance, um, for some of these other couples, not, not sure I could say the same. I mean, we've got to talk about the elephant in the room, which is Jimmy and Chelsea. Wow. Wow. That I have no words. And also I am not here to comment on anyone's appearance because I don't believe in that, but what I've seen on social media is a lot of people compared Jimmy to Bart Simpson. So that was very interesting to, I know, brutal. 
My like God. it's like multiple videos or the thumb from Spy Kids. And I say that because he's getting obviously a lot of flack from those who might just be catching up that basically him and Chelsea were um, having this conversation and kind of brought up looks. And she mentioned that she has been compared to Megan Fox because she has dark hair and light eyes. And you could see his total demeanor changed when she brought that up. Like Jimmy thinks he's getting the golden ticket. Um, Very clearly seemed in my eyes that that sort of swayed his ultimate choice. Like to me, that was the moment. I don't know. What what, what do you guys think? Was that sort of your impression watching it or? Oh yeah. 100%. When she said that it was, I just knew it was not going to go well from that point forward because I mean, I see what she's saying. Like, I think she has a similar profile maybe. And like, yeah, she has dark hair and light eyes, but she just does not. You're setting yourself up to lose if you're telling anyone, right. even if you actually are someone's doppelganger. Like, I'm I'm going to let you decide that for yourself. I'm not, while you cannot see me, tell you I look like one of the most iconic, like, sex symbols of our generation. Like, I'm not doing Truly. that. I don't <laughs> want that to be part of the conversation. Like, I was, I thought that was a bad idea from the start, but the way he literally turned red and started like fist pumping, I was like, this is not going to be good. Yeah. This is not. And he commented yeah. on it immediately when he saw her. Like you could tell it was the first thing he thought was like, that's not Megan Fox. And it's like, yeah, it just should have never been part of the conversation. And it, she set herself up for failure and because that's who Jimmy is. Like that's something that he cares about. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. He, he just you could go back and see all those moments where he was being himself and, and it was the icky moments instead of this, I'm going to say it like he is a sleeper jerk. Like people, you don't, you don't see that he is because he's got kind of this Mm -hmm. Southern drawl and he seems like a nice guy. And he said, he talks about his family and all this, but at the core of it, he is a mess. He's, Mm -hmm. he doesn't know what he values. And that's why I think like that age, you're going to get that like kind of, I don't know what's important right now. I'm still a child. Like he is 100% acting as a child, like a 13 year old boy. That, that whole thing about, um, what did, what did Jessica say? Like, you're going to regret it. Like you're going to regret this. She said, you're going to choke. Yeah. She's like, you're going to need your EpiPen to open your airways. I was like, I Jessica mean, ate with that. Yep. She, he was scared to death of her because she has opinions and she is, um, she's been through some stuff. You know, she had a, a child very young. Totally. She's an adult and she was going to challenge him. And that's why he was like, uh, mm. like, oh God, I found out the 11th hour that she's super hot but she scares me and I'm a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so not like sure enough to handle it. And that's a lot. I see a lot of it. Like, like, you know, I, I thought the same thing about AD and clay. I was like, clay is still clay is, is not mature. And she's, these are project men. These are projects. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're, they're kind of, they gave, they gave Jimmy way too much credit for being mature. And he's not. And I think Clay got too much credit as well. But Jimmy, Jimmy is grossing me out. That's just gross. His behavior has been gross. It really has been. And it just at first I thought, oh, yeah, he was a nice guy. Seemed to, you know, handle these, 
situations like, you know, with Jessica having a child, like he didn't handle it great, but he didn't handle it Hmm. poorly necessarily. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but then just he really is appearing to be really superficial. And, Hmm. you know, in researching this, a lot of the chatter I've seen on social media, which I think is really interesting, is people blaming Chelsea almost saying that she said that she looked like Megan Fox to like oh, she basically, she, oh you think so oh I don't think so I don't think she said I don't think she said it the way he took it she said people say this but yeah. I don't think so it's just because of this she was not saying right. I I wouldn't give her a hard time at all for the way he took it because she said it's just what people say I don't see it I think it's just because of these features right. she never said I look just like her she never yeah. said it and she said she you could tell how how self-conscious she is about her body totally she's so uncomfortable and she's like I'm a kind of a you know I'm I'm tall and thicker like she these are all beautiful women and he just undermines her sense of security yes. over and over and over and it's like yes. oh my god I hate this for her she would have been so much better with bulldozer driver oh my god I and know. I yes. don't What's his name? Trevor. Trevor. I love Trevor. Trevor. Which now we, I feel like we owe like a big apology to yeah. Trevor. Me He's especially. a king. But no, and to your point though, Julie, going back to this, it, what people are saying is that like literally that Chelsea used that line, I look like Megan Fox to manipulate him because she knew that he was picking between two women, which I agree with you. I don't think so at all. No, I think they no just started talking about that. But people on social media are being, uh, TikTok in particular, are being kind of like ruthless. Like, oh, she oh. was manipulated him to do that. I was like, I don't mm. think so at all. It probably just came up. And to your point, she wasn't like, yeah, we're twins, like me and Megan Fox. She was like, yeah, I don't see it, but we both have dark hair and light eyes. Like we've all, I mean, a lot of people have been compared to celebrities, like based on those like tiny features. So it's like, I didn't take it like that at all. I felt so bad. And she is such a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. Um it, Definitely to your point again, it was self-conscious. So it just makes me sad. I really hope she comes out of this, you know, experiment a winner and and has someone who not like Jimmy, but who values her for her and knows her beauty and her worth. It's just ugh, it's infuriating. Yeah. She would have been so tiny next to Trevor and she would have loved that feeling. I <laughs> and I think he's gonna he, see her and I think he's actually gonna be like, You're the most beautiful girl. Yes. Like I cannot believe how stunning totally. you are. And like I agree. I don't think, like, I feel like I differ a little bit. Like, I think she was bringing up looks. And I think it came out of a place of insecurity. Because I do remember the conversation hmm. where she was like, do you have any celebrity lookalikes? And she was the one that brought it up because I think she oh. wanted she wanted an excuse to be like, oh, well, people say I look like Megan Fox, by the way. And I don't think it was, like, her trying to manipulate or anything. I think it's just, like, she... Wanted to be like, by the way, like, I'm good looking. Like, I hope you're good looking because she is good looking. But I think he, she overestimated how sweet Jimmy is. And he took it way too literally, way too seriously. And once he saw it wasn't an exact carbon copy of Megan Fox, he wasn't like, oh, but she's still gorgeous. He was like, well, it's not Megan, though. And they were like, okay, like, this is not it. You took such a small detail of all of the hours of conversation you guys had and focused on it and let it ruin it. And now you have this gorgeous girl that feels so insecure in front of you. And you could tell when they got engaged because 
once the adrenaline was gone and they were sitting down, it was so awkward. It was so awkward. It was so awkward. And you can tell, like, he was saying nice things out loud to almost, like, persuade himself of this. Like, it was just so disingenuous. You could tell he was not into it at all. And she's like, well, what do you think of me? It, like, broke my heart for her Mm because, like, that's – I mean, that's every woman's worst fear, right? Like, to just not be – accepted for for who you are and and what you look like especially given this experiment so it just was like dude he was being so fake about it and we can we'll even talk with when we talk about episodes five and six I feel like that you know later on it gets magnified to his sort of um bs basically about the whole situation it was sad because that was the only engagement that we saw that looked like from the get-go, oh my God, pump the brakes. <laughs> like, don't, don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought that they were going to not, it wasn't yeah. going to happen because they talked so long before he gave her the ring. I thought maybe he was going to mm-hmm. like say, forget it. I, has that happened before? Have they ever seen each other and not gotten engaged? I think there's only been people that kind of clearly are into it and do it anyway and then they later I don't think there's anyone that has immediately been like no no has there it it only happened and this is how much of a fan I am I watched love is blind Sweden and it was dubbed and leave it to the Swedes to be mature AF because like I guess like the girls had been talking and having each other's backs and found out that this guy was kind of manipulating two of them, got engaged to one. And at the reveal, she sat down and she's like, listen, like, I know this information. I don't think we should get engaged. It was very respectful and very sweet. I was like, pop off. That would never happen in America. They're like, we're going to see it through. Yeah. Like, no, do it for the plot, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, and so love is blind, sweet. And yes, it did happen. But um, sort of speaking of just like looks too. Another couple, Clay and AD, which I'm still an AD stan, but that whole situation um, when they met and she's like, look at my strap and did like a little twirl to, to show her, you know. Yeah, it it changed immediately when they saw each other. She was, <laughs> remember she went from like, I don't want anybody to focus on my looks. <laughs> yeah. But like, old habits die hard. Like, girl, you know, you're packing. <laughs> and she immediately was like like leaned into that and they had fun around it but he I I think my um my second fiance was a clay just like him super charismatic super good looking and a pain in the butt like he he just sucks all the air out of the room (laughs) and now that she's spending more time with him I think it like immediately it just felt a little too much. I know that they're getting, they got engaged, but it felt like he was, it was too much too soon. If that's something you can say in a show. Like, this. <laughs> but like when he was like putting his head, like on her chest, it was too much. It was like, what are you doing? I was like, like I feel like I shouldn't see this. Like yeah, I shouldn't be yeah. watching that. When he started being like, I'm a baby. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Yeah. Secondhand <laughs> embarrassment. No, thank you. No, no nuzzling. No nuzzling like a baby. When you're saying baby. <laughs> yeah. They should have cut the camera. It's cameras. not allowed. Yeah, that was, that. that's why, because isn't this rated like MA or something? It's something kind of intense. My roommate made a comment on it. She was like, 
why is this show rated so intensely? And I was like, it's probably because of that scene. Yeah. That scene. The yeah. nuzzling. The nuzzling and him saying, I'm a baby. Like, I'm going to be a baby sometimes. And she immediately falls into like, I know, I know. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, please, please. Like, AD, no. you're better than that. Well, <laughs> no, again, bad that. husband vibes. No. Yeah. Well, and what's I think so annoying about Clay is that he uses this like, his over on it like he'll be really honest about something and really vulnerable and like that makes ad excuse his bad behavior where he's like i'm just full of ego i'm working on it i'm working on it it's like me okay yeah And and she makes comments like there's so much power in that i respect that it's like sure yeah but like what's what's he doing about it like just because he's acknowledging that he has bad behavior doesn't excuse him from having this bad behavior. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I, I I don't know if, if y'all agree with that, but I was just like really annoyed by that. Honestly, it's gaslighting. It's saying that yeah. because I name it, it's all gone now. I don't have any more problems. Like I'm going to start right. going to therapy and then everything's going to disappear. No, that's not even any of the work. None of the work has happened yet. I'm glad you're acknowledging it, but now all he's doing it is using it as a crutch so he can behave badly. You're right. Yep. And then puts it on her because she's going to have to keep him accountable and it's going to wear her out. He is a, she bet on 100%. This is potential. And I guarantee you, he will never do any of the stuff that he says he's going to do until he's probably 60. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then he'll weaponize it against her. Like, well, you know, he'll do the bad behavior and say, well, but I told you I was honest with you. And it's like, no, 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 honey. Right. It's not how this works. Like, yeah. Ugh. Like I anyway, said, I feel like this is gross. a good. Exactly. And, and well, like, well, I feel like, too, this is a good spot to take a quick break, you guys. Um, we will be right back. We're going to hear from some of our partners at Queen City Podcast Network. CLT first. That's spelled C. LT1ST. It's a refreshing new podcast of Charlotte people by Charlotte people for Charlotte people. No bots, no AI, just real human voices. We call it news for people who are so over local news. We work with natural allies, all locally owned, like the Charlotte Ledger, Queen City Nerve, Charlotte Post, and many others. We're all about local, local, local with minimal murder and mayhem. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Instagram. Change your morning routine with us. CLT first. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to LIB and CLT. We are talking everything Love is Blind Season 6, Episodes 3 and 4. And a couple that we haven't really hit on, ones that were introduced really in Episode 3, Jeremy and Laura, and sort of this love triangle of Jeremy, Laura, and Sarah Ann. So we're kind of unsure. I think it comes out in season or in episode five and six who Jeremy ends up going with. But who do we think he's going to pick? Are we are we vibing more of the the Sarah Ann, the Laura? Like what what do we think? I think Laura is like, we didn't know much about her at all until these episodes. She was just kind of this person in the background pouring wine. You know, he just kind of saw her back there in the girls' quarters. But she and Jeremy seem like they both have a weird 
quirky personality. So I wouldn't be surprised by those two. Like they just seem like they, they probably have seen each other way more than we realize. So um, I don't know. I don't, I didn't really get a sense of Sarah Ann too much. So I guess I'll, I'll go with Laura and Jeremy. I don't, I think Jeremy is a dumpster fire in the waiting. So <laughs> I really do. From the very beginning, I thought that guy is high maintenance and he's going to complain about lots of stuff. So I, I, well, I keep my own him. Yeah. And scatterbrained where I was just like, what is he even talking about? Like, I, it was kind of like little kid-esque to me, which like I could see mm-hmm. Laura handling better, but Sarah Ann, like they clearly had sexual tension, which they talked about a lot. Um, and she yeah. was very open about that. So if he doesn't go with her, like I could see that being a problem. But also she just seems like she's a very straightforward person. And she has very strong opinions. Like, again, I remember my roommate pointed out when she said, he was like, what are your political beliefs? And she goes, well, I'm a patriot. I'm like, that didn't, that's such an interesting way to answer that question. It's kind of like a whistle of like, wow, you're going to be <laughs> yeah. really opinionated. It's not like I'm more conservative or I'm liberal. It was like, I'm a patriot. It's like, whoa. This is gonna... She's getting ready for yeah. a battle. <laughs> like, there's a lot of layers to that alone. And then when she just started immediately, yeah. like, getting very sexual and he was feeding into it, too. And, like, also, I don't want to get too into it, but did you guys notice when they were having that conversation how he put, like, a pillow between his legs? Oh. No. I missed no. all of the stuff <laughs> you pick up on. <laughs> Yeah, the entire time they were talking about it, he was like laying and had the pillow there. And I was like, dude. Ew, I noticed he was behind the couch a lot. Yeah. 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 Ew. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these guys just don't have much dating experience compared to the women. Like these guys are all dating like they are 20 years old, have you know, never kissed a girl. Like it's very weird to me. And I'm wondering too, like a lot, I know we talked about this a little bit last time, just like the dating scene in Charlotte, but a lot of my single girlfriends always comment how Charlotte's sort of similar to Charleston in the fact that there's a lot of like Peter Pan guys, like they never want to grow up. They'll be in their like forties and like still acting like their twenties and whatever, like do you, if that's what you want, but don't be then saying you want, you know, something serious when that's not reality. So I know Alex, obviously you're our, your in-house expert here for the, for the Charlotte dating scene. Is that something that you've heard too, that this is kind of like the pattern? Yeah, I a lot of girls are fed up just with the way that guys like where they'll even try to go older, like, okay, guys my age and 23, 24, 25, they're just not ready. They're still acting very frat. And like I said, people are still hanging out with people that they typically went to college with. So that feeds into it too. Like they're still hanging out with their college buddies and feeding into that. But Mm. then they go older and it's still the same exact thing. And the most frustrating part is like Charlotte to me, isn't really a city that lends to still partying like that and drinking like that. Like, it's not like there's such a surplus of places to go out clubbing or drinking and stuff, even though it's growing, it's still like, I mean, by the time you're approaching 30, how many more times can you go to slingshot? Like, 
how are you not tired of this yet? Right. And so that's just kind of the frustration where there's a lot of opportunity for them to grow up and it still is not happening. I will stand by this. I, for the first time, have a very, very nice boyfriend. I feel like he should give lessons on this because he is older and I, I'm older than all we of love you. that. And it doesn't change. Like, they're <laughs> the same. Like, they're, they're not getting better in their 40s. 50s? I'm no. thinking 50s. 50s no. is it. I think he should give classes on what to <laughs> how to how to transition from frat to family. <laughs> yes. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous how awful it is. There's like of all my married friends, they're all married. All of them. And I have a lot of uh-huh. friends. There's like two, two out of 30 that I think have husbands that are not doing this kind of stuff. It doesn't Good change. Lord. Yeah. That's awful. Until you get to the breaking point. And then you're like, I'm leaving. The house is empty. I left you a chair and a spoon. Good luck. <laughs> you know. I left you I the stuff you done. bought, which is the chair yeah, and the spoon. spoon. <laughs> and an air mattress. <laughs> Good luck. That's all they need. We'll be fine. Yeah, that's um, the worst part. No, it's so... <laughs> It's, it doesn't make it's, sense it's, because it's, we are very goal oriented. I think we know because we have a timeline if you yes. don't have children. So we're like, okay, this stuff has to get into order for this stuff to yeah. happen. And they're just like, like, tell me when the trash goes out. Like they have no idea about anything. Yeah. So <laughs> where's Megan Fox? Where's Megan Fox? I'm sad. Can I snuggle like a baby? Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> none of this makes you want to take your underwear off guys none of it oh okay put a bolt no. lock on it sure no no incentive in all no. of these men truly are I, like what we're talking about like maybe besides trevor which he just seems actually like the most genuine one trevor so kenneth i feel like good about kenneth principal mm-hmm yeah. Oh, I really love like Kenneth. Him. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there's not, there's not a lot of like ready-made husbands in this group. <laughs> no. no. Which no. speaking of Trevor, what do you guys think about when, um, Jimmy proposed to Chelsea and she said, yes. What do you guys think about the conversation Trevor had with her immediately after where he said, if I had given you the speech and proposed first, would you have said yes? And she was quiet. Alex, I totally agree with like, she definitely just wanted to like feel loved. I feel like that's like the common theme with her that she keeps bringing up. Like, I just want someone to love me for me. And Jimmy was just like the first to go. And of course she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure like how much of an informed decision she's even making. Did did you kind of feel the same way, Julie? Like that it was just kind of like, well, Jimmy was first. 100% I agree. Like, I don't know how they figured out who was going to go first. Like, did they just know, oh, she's going to say yes to Jimmy. Cause she's, she doesn't, her, what little bit of ego she has does not want to get rejected. And I think that's right. totally fair. But if Trevor had asked first, I think she would have said yes to him and been much happier. Yep. I agree. And it was sad because he was so, to, like, what he said to her was, I've been about you. It's only been you. It's always been you. 
And why are you going for the guy that was up until this morning unsure? Wow. And Mm -hmm. she just like really didn't have a response. And that was immediately what I thought even before Jimmy proposed when he was talking to her and he said, I love you. And she was like, oh, my God, I thought you were about to break up with me. And I'm like, why would you ever want to marry someone that, like, you literally had no idea? They were telling you they loved you, and you were like, oh, I had no idea you even felt that way. I never got that vibe. That's crazy. Totally. Like, why would you want to marry that person if they don't make you feel like they love you at all? Right. You should be someone that is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Yeah. Like, at the end of the right. day. And Trevor and- was a hell Yes. He, he was, was a hell and, even, yes. and it was so interesting. I thought the on the producer's part that you know when Jimmy was making this big deal about her looks, they like go back to interview Trevor, and Trevor's like, "I do not care what she looks like. I love this woman like with all my heart. I could not care less." And we never heard that from Jimmy. So I just I hope in some universe, maybe him and Chelsea can connect if her and Jimmy don't work out. I don't know, but I just, she really, she really fumbled on that one. J- Trevor was her guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm obsessed with him. Like we literally DM Trevor. I mean, he hasn't responded, but I have a single friend. We DM'd him. And we're like, can you date our friend? <laughs> oh my God. I think he probably, I, here's my take on him. I know. I think on him. <laughs> he is probably a tad boring, a tad but he's the perfect kind of boring in a way. Like mm-hmm. he's probably super yeah. dependable, super stable. Um, totally. I haven't seen a lick of financial brilliance yet. Still waiting <laughs> on that. Um, but <laughs> he probably is like a really good guy. And I think that that kind of thing, like a guy that's just, you know, himself and is, I think he would, I think he would totally love her no matter what. Cause he fell in love with her without seeing her. I I believe him. I believe him. He seems like a trustworthy dude. Yeah. He's one of those guys who, you know, he's like so jacked and muscular because to your point, Julie, it's probably because like, he is kind of boring, but in like the way you want, like he goes to the gym, he goes to work. He probably like, isn't super into like nightlife, like given how fit he is and like, and just is like a, you know, a nice normal person. So it's like, I feel I feel bad. We very much misjudged him on, you know, kind of being like a a, a juice head. But um, we wish the best for Trevor. He's getting a lot of love on social. People are calling him a king. They're like, oh, I'll put your crown on, honey. Like he is just he's getting all the love. So he Trevor's not doing too bad. Let's just say yeah. he's going to be fine. He's fine. He's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. And I think before we wrap up um, this episode, um, what we haven't touched on is sort of the the happenings in, in the women's quarters. Last time we talked about how bizarre Matt was acting in the men's quarters, but we have a moment um, in episodes three and four where um, Jimmy tells Chelsea that he loves her and Chelsea comes in the women's quarters and, um, doesn't say anything, but Laura keeps like asking her, Oh, like you're smiling so big. And then finally Chelsea just kind of whispers like, Oh, Jimmy told me he loves me. And then like immediately after Laura runs over to Jessica and is like, he's not your man. He's not your man. And then it, you know, it comes out what Jimmy said. Um, what did you guys think about that? Did you guys take it as like a, 
oh, Laura's trying to have her back or Laura's trying to be messy? She's starting stuff. Like, what are you doing, girl? Like, what? But then I also thought, well, that seems like a, a girl that would go well with Jeremy. <laughs> because yeah. I, think that, I think that he's a, a pot stirrer. <clears throat> yeah. I thought she was looking, I mean, it's tough because it was none of her business. And like, it was a private moment. Obviously, between Chelsea and Jimmy, it didn't need to be made her business before Jimmy wanted her to know. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like now that we've gotten to know Jimmy a little bit more and he's just being a jerk, like I started to be more okay with Laura's decision to do that and just be like, listen, I know that how this works is he wants to tell you himself and he wants you to wait and you're going to be in suspense, but like you deserve better. It's not your guy. You're a strong woman and you know in your heart that you should have left earlier anyway. Don't let him do it to you. Like, don't Mm -hmm. let him play a game. He's been playing a game for too long. Like, just take your pride and go packing. And I still support it. I was glad Jessica at least still committed to going to see for herself and still went Mm -hmm. and had a conversation with him because I understand wanting that closure. But, I mean, she still had to force him to give her closure. I think if she hadn't had that information... He would have still been wishy-washy and she wouldn't have known what was going on until he he yeah. proposed to Chelsea. So, I mean, it was kind of weird that she did that, but I think it honestly ended up being for the best, at least in Jessica's interest. I yeah, agree it's with weird you. with a little, like, like, let's go over here, but we're all in the same room. And, like, we're going to... Uh, <laughs> Like shit, you're right. Like I, 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 I would want it to like. I would want to just go talk to Jessica if I were Chelsea. But Jessica's maybe a little intense. Chelsea may have been intimidated by her, knowing Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, not intense, but they're just very different styles. And uh, I can see where it's like just get this out in the open, so we don't have to deal with these two little whisper pods in the in the women's quarters. But yeah. Um, she was not going to leave without talking to Jimmy first. Yeah. <laughs> she well, had her And that's moment. the other thing. At least Jessica could be prepared. Like she came in with her revenge dress. She came in with her speech. Homegirl was like ready to eviscerate Jimmy. So she I was. agree with you, Alex. Where at first it was like, eh, is Laura being like messy? Like haven't they all kind of agreed to like keep this to themselves? But then I think Jessica would have been probably like annoyed or mad if she went in there kind of like hopeful, like, you know, like, so what did you decide? And then to be subsequently shut down or him been being wishy-washy, but then she like came in prepared. She, you know, looked great, had the great speech, like, um, you know, was able to kind of have her moment. So mm-hmm. I guess it did. I think the EpiPen was her me. joke too. Like that was so the joke good. I was waiting for. I was like, there it is. Like, sh- yeah. <laughs> Her girlfriend's got jokes. Oh she, my! She wrote a revenge joke. <laughs> the revenge joke was so oh, iconic. Man. I was like writing it down. It's like when she's and she said it was so much like venom. Just like you are going to choke. And I was so glad she wasn't saying like trying to tear down Chelsea at all or anything like that. She was just like you as a person are so below me and would have been so happy. And now you're going to choke. You're going to choke when you see me because you're the type of person that's shallow enough that you'll care. Like she pinned him. Exactly. She was like, you're going to care about this yes. and you're going to be upset. Yeah. Well, and too, the whole time she was 
she made in her speech was like, I was poor. I poured my heart out to you, which is so true. She was so vulnerable and like told Mm -hmm. him, which I mean, that's probably very painful to talk about going through all that and, you know, showed him that letter to her future husband. And he was just giving her nothing. I mean, nothing. So it's like, again, no woman should ever have to beg to be loved or heard or, you know, whatever it is. It's like, it was so frustrating to see and just like, ugh, Jimmy does not deserve either of these women, either of their vulnerability or, you know, their um, secrets or whatever. It just was so, ugh, especially with what goes down in episodes five and six. So I feel like that's a great place for us to end because that's when stuff hits the fan. And I feel like we're all going to have a lot to say um, about those two episodes. Um, But thank you both. Thank you all for listening. Um, Next episode, we will be talking about, like we mentioned, five and six. Uh, And and there's a lot to break down. So you won't want to miss it. Thank you so much for listening to LIB and CLT. Until next time. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. Network.com.